Hello and welcome to the Raw Leadership Podcast with me, Steve Barker. My goal is to help you increase your skills and reputation as a leader, to increase your ability to connect and influence with others, and increase your ability to be the very best leader you can be, particularly in this time of change that is happening in leadership right now. As we get started today, I encourage you to visit my leadership website, www.stevebarker.com.au or my Facebook group, Audacious Leadership, where you will find heaps more resources, insights and strategies that will help you to continue to grow your leadership skills. G'day everybody and welcome to the Raw Leadership Podcast with me, Steve Barker. I hope that you're well and wherever you are in the world, you're staying safe and life is being kind to you. So today, we have the privilege of welcoming Rakesh Gupta to the Raw Leadership Podcast. Now, Rakesh is a graduate in mechanical engineering from the University of Pune in India. And after university, Rakesh worked with Wilma, one of the largest refined oil producers in the Asia area, where he was held the position of general manager of operations. Moving to Australia, Rakesh is now employed at the Riverina Oils and Bioengineering Energy as head of operations, where he is responsible for the running of a team of highly trained and skilled chemical, mechanical and electrical engineers to ensure the smooth running of the plant on a 24-7 basis. Privately, Rakesh is, married, is a married man with two grown sons, 24 and 21, who are both pursuing their own professional careers. And on Sunday mornings, come rain, hail, sun or snow, you will find Rakesh out on his bike as he is a very keen cyclist and has started his own cycling club. He also loves running and walking and gets out as often as he can. Wow, Rakesh, you are a very busy and very successful man. However, for those of our listeners who maybe haven't heard of you, if you had to explain who you are and what you're about, how would you describe yourself? Uh, I describe myself, I'm a passionate uh, mechanical engineer who mm. loves uh, his work very much. I love coming every morning uh, to this plant and uh, going around, checking uh, how the machines are performing, talking to the people. Mm-hmm. and uh, seeing the smile on the faces of my team members. <laughs> That's beautiful. And, you know, straight off the bat, you, you just mentioned what I think is one of the key successes of great leadership is connecting with your people. So, so what I'm hearing is you go every morning and, and meet and greet everybody? Yep. Fantastic. And how do you think that helps with um, your role as a leader? See, uh, Actually, my, my, my role demands, my role demands like a very high level of engagement with the people because, you know, uh, we are in the business of crushing agri-product and there's a, uh, there is a high variability in that product Mm -hmm. and, 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 the performance and the productivity of the plant very much depend on the people's performance. And if you are not engaging with your people uh, deeply or uh, uh, enough, then it is very difficult to run this kind of operations uh, with a very high productivity and uh, get the good performance out of that. So. So it is. It is mainly like uh, the success story of Rogue is is the success story of the people working here. 
That's beautiful. That's I've I've worked at Rogue myself. Um, actually, as a tradesperson before I actually became a coach, I was out there working oh. with Kotza, installing oh. one of the grain silos. And um, one of the things that I I noticed when I was there as as a worker was the the level of connection and leadership that I saw. Um, I saw the managers out and about talking to their team members. And um, then when I came and worked with you guys as well as a coach, um, yeah, I, saw, yeah, yeah. I saw the level of commitment that you have with your people. And like you say, that, that ability to be able to work with your people so closely, I think, is what's created. And as you said, it's a very successful business, highly successful, um, that you can now work with your team. Do you find that the level of connection means that problems are noticed much quicker and dealt with much more effectively? Yeah, if, if you, you give enough face time to your people, then they have the level of comfort to talking to you each and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you have a good connectivity with the people, then you know the problem before it comes. And then you you already ready with the solution. So basically, uh, the passion, the commitment, and uh, the, the connection between the people, that's, that's the key of uh, Riverina Oils operation uh, here. Yeah, I love the line that you use. Just use there. I'm just making a note now. You know the problem before it comes because you've got this this connection with your people. And yeah. um, one of the things that I, whenever I go into businesses, it's one of the first things I assess is what's the level of communication between the leadership team and the team members. And that that, that often tells me how, how effective a team is and how effective a business is. Um, so as a, as a leader, you, you know, how long have you been in leadership? How, how long would you say you've been working with people? See, this is, uh, this is very interesting that I started my career long back in uh, 1992. So I, I think very soon I'll be completing 30 years uh, in this field. So I started my career as a, as a uh, mechanical site engineer for a similar kind of uh, erection site in India. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a solvent extraction plant. But I got very like a quick promotions. Like uh, after three years of my starting, I, I was, I was a site manager. And then so maybe 25 years, I, I'm, I'm in the leadership role. And I'm, I'm general manager operations uh, since past maybe 12 years, okay. close to 12 years, mm. something like that. So in your 25 years experience, what would you say would, is, a, is a great tip to be able to connect with people? How do, you, how do you meet new people? How do you connect with them? How do you understand them? Yeah, basically the number one thing is, uh, uh, let me share with you that uh, 15 years back, I noticed one thing that uh, that uh, I am not able to connect with the people. And the main reason behind that was that I was not delegating uh, the responsibilities. So basically, that's a very big thing. If you are not delegating, means the message which you are giving to your people that you don't trust them. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that was the biggest mistake of my uh, like leadership uh, role or my life uh, that I was not delegating uh, to my people. And, and the reason behind that was that I was not very confident about the quality of the work people are going to deliver. Because I used to think that the way I work, the way I deliver the things, nobody else can deliver. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the fact is, 
everybody is unique and you cannot compare two people and definitely if i can do something better the other guy can do something much better than me but there is no comparison here so definitely the the output of two people will be different and there's a reason for that so once i realized this then i started delegating small small responsibility to people and when you delegate people that people feel confident and once they realize that your boss or your leader trust them and then the connectivity starts so that's the beginning of the connectivity uh, and before that before trust before delegation uh, delegating the 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 responsibility you will you will never become a, a, a good leader or a great leader yes and i think that's that's such an important element that you said and i'm grateful that you shared that because that's a a massive insight to delete the listeners to understand that we've got to delegate and allow people to have a go to build a trust that we trust them to have you know to have a go at and and to to you know they they may make mistakes and that's perfectly fine but we, we we've got to build that trust so you know that's so important what's the what's the process then when you've delegated to somebody because as you say and this is a great great topic to disappear down um you've got to you've got to perform haven't you as a leader yourself you've got people looking down on you as well and assessing you and you've got that pressure then of 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 perhaps the job not being done right because you're not doing it and you've delegated it to somebody else how do you deal with that pressure yeah basically uh suppose just to give you an example that you have limited time so limited time is you can work 12 hours you can work 16 hours but even though you have a limited time you have to go back home and uh come again next day so suppose if you are doing everything by your own i am an engineer and i'm mostly uh, most of my career i have done the big projects so in a project there are thousand drawings and every drawing if you are checking yourself like every day you are checking 10 drawings each drawing taking half an hour or one hour 10 hours gone then you can't do anything else so suppose if you are delegating you already have a team of engineers if you delegate like one drawing to each and then you ask them okay come back with me your comments and then it takes 5 minutes so basically uh, basically what happens that if you are doing everything by your own you are not you are not basically limiting yourself to uh, uh, seeing uh, so many things and once you start delegating then then you have you have a full control because then you can see each and every part of your business or each and every part of your function mm-hmm. otherwise you will stick to uh, stick to one thing and then other part will be suffering but as you as you uh, your original question was that how you dealt with the stress and all that rather it is it is more comfortable when you delegate uh, the things that initially you are scared that how the people are going to deliver but once you are once you are tuned with your people then it's easy and it is less stressful because then you can fine tune because you have to only do the limited work most of the things your people will be doing and then once it is it is with you then you can see very quickly you can uh check and then you can correct the things and then your your work is reduced and then you can increase your area you can increase your area otherwise you will be sticking to one thing let me uh, share with you uh this was 
I believe in 2005 when I was like this, that I was doing everything. Every day when I used to go back home, there was a, some kind of like, you know, the emptiness in back of my uh, brain. And I never understand that what is that? It was, it was the kind of stress I was carrying to my home because every day when I used to go back home, uh, like job was incomplete yeah. because, uh, because um, you can't do everything in a day or something like that. And once I learned this, once I learned this, no, I have to change myself. And then the day I changed myself, it took me two, three years to completely uh, change myself. But now it's easy. Like even after that, I have I have worked in an organization where there were two thousand people, and there were like forty managers uh, used to report me uh, when I was in Bilma. So this was only possible because when I changed my management style, uh, then then every everything become very easy for me. Yeah, yeah, and just to just to summarize, and the, the main thing that I took out of that was that once you'd let go, once you'd allowed people to uh, take responsibility and you'd, you'd accepted a delegation and you then saw that they were doing a good job and you could trust them, it made up so much more time for you then to be able to uh, to reduce the amount of stress and, and do the work that you needed to do as the leader, as, as that sort of engineering overview. So, you know, delegation actually frees up your time and once you've got past the uncomfortability of it, it yeah. then started to 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 really um, work well for you. One of the things that I noticed there was when you talked about it, you said you had to change yourself and that took two or three years. Can you explore a little bit more around that? What, what, what you mean by changing yourself or changing your leadership style? Yeah, basically the biggest challenge of this time uh, is that you don't have enough time to reflect yourself mm. and until otherwise you have uh, good people around you who are telling you that you know this is something which is wrong in your management style or something like that you will never know mm. you will never know and uh, luckily I had uh, I had a few mentors who used to tell me about this and then one of one of my mentor identified this and then told me that Rakesh this is this is something which is wrong in your management style and basically you have to correct it so then I asked him that what should be the parameters or by which or what should be the indicator by which I will be measuring that I am improving mm -hmm. so then he told me that uh, you know there's no indicator and in this thing. One thing you will notice over a period of time that your anxiety is going to reduce. Okay, so then what I did, I made a table that how I am talking to my kids, how I am talking to my uh, family. So I have made like a, you know, the uh, four week, uh, this thing, and I used to score. Yes. I used to give a score to myself that how I'm improving talking to my family, how I'm improving talking to my, my colleagues, how I am improving talking to my, my subordinates. What is my anxiety level? Okay. And uh, so I set up a little bit like, you know, the Excel sheet kind of thing. And I used to reflect myself. Cool. And that, that actually has given me a good uh, understanding about myself. And that was the beginning. That was the beginning. And then then I learned that how you can improve and how you can uh, grow, basically. Yeah, I, lo I love how you've taken your engineering background and put it onto a score chart 
of your personal development. That's fantastic. So that's that's really good. And what I was hearing in there was you mentioned as leaders, sometimes we don't get enough time to self-reflect. And it's only when we receive feedback from other people that we have an awareness of this blind spot of the area that we, we we're struggling within. And um, again, I think this is another very important element of leadership is the ability to to accept feedback. Have you always been comfortable with with receiving feedback? No, no, I was not. I was you. You'll be surprised uh, if you would have met me 15 years back. I was a different person and I I, I, I surprised by myself that how I, I have changed like it's a 360 degree <laughs> change in uh, me so change is not you know it's not easy basically because it is something you have to be very very honest to accept all these things so it was not easy for me that somebody is telling so one thing is for sure that if you have trust in your mentor that this is the guy who who always thinks good about you that really helps you to basically uh, gives you right signal to your brain that you know this guy is your well-wisher and then you have to learn it so maybe it takes some time the first time you don't understand first time you don't take it uh, very positively but over time when 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 the, the the connection is built between you and the mentor and then you realize that okay now you have to listen to this guy this guy is right and then so sometimes it takes three months sometimes it could be more uh, but if your mental is persistent consistent and then well, i think this is going to happen this is going to happen whatever it takes mm -hmm. and yeah you're so you're so right and I'm, I'm imagining now your mentor to other people as well and that you've taken lessons from your mentors and this persistent, consistent, as you say, you know, approach helps you now to build relationships with your team members um, so that then they can see you as a leader. And therefore, the, the feedback that you provide to them is then taking in the, in the right vein, because what I'm hearing is just like all great leaders, you actually care about your people. Yeah, one thing uh, which I learned from my mentor that every time when he used to finish with me the conversation, he used to give me something for which I have to find the answer. Okay. Like he, he never used to resolve everything of myself. So every time when I used to come back, I used to come back with some kind of question in my mind, question mark in my mind. Mm -hmm. And then, so uh, I used to have like a, once in a 15 days one meeting and then uh, then after 15 days uh, i used to have enough time to think through and then reflect myself and and that helped me a lot so that that was that was the like a sign of a great mentor or a leader that mm -hmm. he he was he was knowing that that if i am giving him this thing uh, silently very very silently not asking that you have to come back with this answer and all that but when he used to finish the conversation he used to finish with uh, you know the question mark yes you yeah. have to go back and then think yes yeah it's almost like here's a little challenge for you to think about before you come back and see me again yeah and um <clears throat> I, there's a podcast that I still yet to record, which is around this this whole topic of I think as a leader, we're not there to resolve problems. 
we're there to facilitate the answers and yeah. to steer people in the right direction. Because I think if we resolve problems for people, there's no growth. Would you agree with that? Yeah, actually, my mentor taught me this thing that Rakesh, I'm not going to give you anything. I'm not going to teach you anything. You have everything. You know everything. The only thing is when I'm sitting with you, I will challenge you and then whatever you have, it will it will surface and then it will come out. And that's my role. But you have everything. You, so but he mean to like he the way he taught me all these things, it was something he is telling me that suppose if you you are um a stone mine for a diamond like you know the diamond stone so diamond is already there the only thing is the what is the role of a mentor he is going to cut it and then polish it in such a manner that diamond is diamond so every person is a diamond so that was his uh, thinking that you have everything everybody has everything the only thing is as a, as a leader as a as a mentor this is our role that during the process, we will help you to basically uh, to discover your potential and then basically uh, come up as a, a great leader. Mm. And this is this is the whole purpose of the podcast that we're on right now, raw <clears throat> leadership. And I I love that what your mentor said. Everybody is a diamond, yeah. and uh, they help you unleash or unlock the hidden potential within you so that you can be a beautiful shining diamond rather than just a very rough diamond. So yeah, yeah and mentoring is is such an important role for leader leaders and leadership as well. So how do you now mentor your people? How do you mentor your team members? Or what even about your sons? Your your sons, one of them's in the film industry, another one is is in a similar industry to you. Yeah. How do you mentor them? Basically, uh, I I listen to them mostly, mm -hmm. and uh, like this is the mantra of uh, another you know the leadership technique that you have to listen, 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 mm -hmm. and listen only, yeah. and then if it is not required, don't speak. So okay, mm -hmm. and uh, only listening is enough because. What is missing these days that people don't find anybody who can listen to them. And then if you listen to them, when they are talking to you and you are listening, they will find the answer during that process. Mm -hmm. So in 90% times, when you are listening, if somebody is listening, that everything will come out and then the solution will be in that listening process. Yes. So if you understand that what he is trying to communicate you, you will know the answer and in a very short and sweet manner so suppose somebody is talking for half an hour mm -hmm. and the answer is in like a, you know the 30 second and one minute because if you have listened properly yep. and then you have to only tell him okay this is what is the, the gist this is what is the answer so this is what i learned so i was a bad listener and i never used to listen and this is one thing which i learned again from my mentor that this is one thing listen 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 nothing else and the great example is in our hindu mythology so we have god ganesha so if you see the god ganesha if you google you will find the god ganesha idol or a picture it is like god ganesha is elephant hat big 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 yep. uh, ears yes I know, big I know. ears means you have to listen mm. as much as possible so that is what i learned so 
uh, when I call anybody uh, here in my room or when I go and talk to the people, I encourage them to talk and I listen. Mm -hmm. And during that listening process, I, I, I know the answer. I tell everybody that I'm a very average person. The only thing which I have, like my strength is I learn how to listen. And in that listening, I find the answer. And, and you are the person who is telling me the answer. You are the person who is giving me the solution. I'm just letting you know this is, I'm stamping, I'm putting the stamp. I'm telling you, okay, this is right. Go ahead. That's it. Yep, so yep. same thing I do with my kids. <laughs> That's brilliant. And <laughs> this is one of the things I learned as a coach, as a leader, was not to talk, just to listen. And listen yeah. with every fiber of your being. Listen with your mind, listen with your body, listen with your eyes, listen with your ears. And um, one of the best tips I ever got for listening is to stick your tongue to the roof of your mouth. Because if you stick your tongue to the roof of your mouth, you can't talk. And that's a great way then to be able to, just before you unstick your tongue from the roof of your mouth, start talking, just to ask yourself, is it my turn to talk yet? So yeah. do you have any hints or tips around listening skills that you use? So as you as you just now you told me I I, I uh, tell people that you know whenever you try to learn something there is a there is a process for a process of learning so first you listen so the the, the everything is starts from listening when I learned this process of crushing oil seeds and this thing. What I learned that when you enter into the plant, first thing is that listen that how the plant is sounding, how the plant is sounding. Just try to absorb that sound. And then over time, your brain will record the right sound. And then if there is any mistake in the plant, immediately it will pick. So everything starts from listening. So first you listen. Mm -hmm. So by listening and then you smell. Okay. So basically what you are doing that you are not only training your brain you are training your soul so over time then you start touching the equipments and then feel that whether the vibration is okay or the temperature is okay or not okay so this is complete training and which starts from listening mm. so listening feeling smelling okay and then then you learn then you learn everything and then you become the master but this is a process sometimes it takes 10 years, sometimes it may take 15 years. And some people who are very focused and, uh, you know, uh, very sincere, they might learn this in five years time. Mm -hmm. But it is a process. You have to love the process. You have to respect the process. Yes. And and, and I think you're right. With, with anything that you do, you, you have to be aware that it's going to take a, a fair bit of time. Um, I can't remember who it is. I think it's John Maxwell. He talks about how you can become an expert in five years, but to be a master, you have to take a lifetime. And yep. um, you know, I know that in the email that you sent me, you are you're you're currently reading the fifteen invaluable laws of growth by John yep. Maxwell. Yep. I've just signed up to the John Maxwell Leadership Institute myself to become a facilitator for John Maxwell, and that's the book that I'm studying at the moment. Oh, that's a great book. That's a great book. It is a, a fantastic book. Yeah. Um, you know, is, is John Maxwell a good source of, of, of information for you? Where do you get your inspiration from as a leader? Uh, it's, very, it's very difficult, but let me tell you that uh, um, 
you know, you meet people, they influence you, and then you forget them, then the, another person comes to you. So uh, I, I, I'm, I don't remember and recall exactly, but uh, my, my, my leadership, uh, basically inspiration is my mother. My mother is a great leader. Mm -hmm. And I, I tell everybody that how she managed our family and this thing. And she is not highly educated. But but she is very disciplined, and then she is, uh, and she managed everything very well. Even till date, she is managing such a huge uh, family. And uh, other other than her, uh, uh, during my my work, I met quite a few like a very very impressive uh, leaders, and they have a lot of influence. So I pick something from one leader and then from another. So I was conscious always. I was very conscious of, uh, and um, 15 years back when I started looking after myself uh, and started focusing about the growth and uh, uh, try to understand what this growth uh, mean for me, mm -hmm. then real uh, progress started. So, yeah. Mm. Just when you spoke about your mother then, and you said, and my mum's probably the best leader that I've ever come across. And you said, and my mum's not very well educated. And that just so resonated with me because I believe, personally, it's not about the qualifications you have. It's about the wisdom that you have. And it doesn't matter if you've got a title. You know, whether, you, whether you're the manager of the plant, whether you are head of operations, whether you are, um, you know, the, the supervisor or whatever, anybody can be a leader. And I think that's what you just really touched on there you know, is that your, your mother is a leader. You're a leader within your family. You know, you're a leader probably within your community as well. So it doesn't you don't have to have a title, do you, to be able to be a leader? Yeah, my my simple understanding about the leader that if somebody walk into my chamber here and he when he enters into my chamber, he is stressful, he is worried. And when when he walks out, he walks out with a solution, with a smiling face, then I'm a leader. Then I am a leader. So same thing is my mother. Everybody goes to my mother with some kind of challenges, worries, and this thing. And when they come out, they are laughing, they are happy, and then they are glad that, oh, very easily, very quickly, she has given the solution. Mm -hmm. And that's the leadership. That's the leadership that the solutions are simple and easy. They are not complicated. The only thing is that you should have a calm mind. You should have a wisdom and all that. So yeah. yeah, yeah, and um, you know what I'm hearing there again. It resonates with what John Maxwell talks about. Um, you know how a leader adds value to other people. A leader is there to grow fellow leaders, fellow human beings around them, and yeah. that's what I've heard in everything that you said so far, Rakesh. You know, is this desire that you have to be able to help and connect and to get to know people. You know, I think that's the key to leadership is is getting to know people. Just going back a couple of moments as well, you spoke about how you've had many different um, mentors and you've been able to take little chunks of information from each of them and then blend it all together. And how, you know, can you allude to that a little bit more, how you were able to identify what bits you wanted and what bits you discarded? Because many of the listeners here will have 
study different leadership styles and stuff like that? Yeah, it's it's really uh, very difficult to comment on that because you know the um, every person's requirements are different. So there's there's a lot all around, all over. But you never know that at that particular point of time, what is your requirement? What is your uh, need and uh, what you pick it? Uh, so, yeah, it's very difficult. But what I learned that the things which you don't like, nobody is going to like. So it was easy. That suppose if I find a leader and uh, and i could see that you know these three things are good because these two things uh, i i don't like because i myself not like then how come if i practice those things how others uh, uh, are going to like so that was a simple check that if you don't like uh, something nobody else is going to like so very very simple check otherwise very difficult to comment that how you can discard and take it is. It's a, it's a unique thing to to take work out, and I, I think what you said there just sums it up. If you like it and it resonates with you, and it resonates with the type of person that you are, then in your natural leadership style, you will attract that type of person. So if you like it, and it resonates with you. The people that you attract will also like it, and it will resonate yeah. with them. So that's a it's a really good, simple, easy way to be able to uh, work out if it's worth taking that little that little nugget of gold from somebody else and blending it into your leadership style. So, <clears throat> Rakesh, I can't believe it. We're kind of almost half an hour into this conversation already, and I know time is against us. So I've just got two final questions for you. The first one is. How would you describe, firstly, your purpose for being on the earth? And then what do you feel the ripple effects of your purpose will be on others? Frankly speaking, even today, I'm, I'm searching uh, my purpose. But till date, what I think that my purpose on this earth to let people discover uh, happiness within. So I believe that uh, everybody is born uh, uh, happy. Mm -hmm. And uh, everybody is, uh, has right to be happy. Uh, the only thing is that over time, uh, we just, because of time constraint, because of, uh, you know, the surroundings, we, we forget or we are confused between the, the happiness and the pleasure. Okay. Mm -hmm. So happiness is such a thing which is contagious and, uh, there's nothing better than in this world uh, is like a happy person. A happy person can do something great. And if you have unhappy person and happiness is within, the only thing is you need uh, some time uh, for yourself. Because these days we are so much engaged with, uh, you know, the gadgets and then, you know, the different kind of distraction. We just forget ourselves. Mm -hmm. uh, happiness is within to discover. So I help people. I help people uh, by telling them, you know, this is great. Go out. Okay. Uh, go for a run. Go for a cycling. Mm -hmm. I, I encourage people to do all these things. Go closer to the nature. Okay. And, and when you go closer to the nature and then come back and sit and reflect that how you feel when you were sitting near the river, when you were listening the birds and uh, uh, natural sounds and all that. 
and then people start uh, differentiating that what is the real happiness it is not watching tv it is not watching uh, that stuff it is something else yes. so that i believe till date that bringing a smile to the people's face or uh, helping them to discover the happiness within is my purpose of life that's beautiful rakesh that that's a fantastic purpose in life and and i'm guessing that's why you started up your cycling club and you encourage other people to get out with you and to to be able to empower other people to be able to achieve those those same um what's the word i'm looking for experiences as, as yourself that's fantastic so just before we wrap up um and i can't believe how fast time's gone it's, it's crazy um how would people be listening today be able to reach out and connect with you or to find out a little bit more about your journey how, how could they do that uh yeah this is something which is difficult page or something I'm, like that yeah i'm 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 a person from a dinosaur uh, you know the age <laughs> uh, i i don't know is this good or bad but uh, maybe i'm not only person in my company who don't have any social media accounts till date except linkedin uh, linkedin is the only uh, thing uh, which i have and i'm not very active on that i don't know uh, uh, so okay. i'm not putting so much of information about myself on the linkedin but the easiest way is to contact me on my email and uh, i make sure that i respond to each and every uh, email and uh, i make sure one thing that i i spare one to two hours every week to basically help people if uh, or, or if somebody want to talk to me or if somebody uh, want to listen to me uh, or if somebody want to uh, share something with me i'm i'm more than happy to listen to him so uh, yeah. yeah i'm i'm uh, reachable uh, through my email id okay. other than that i'm i'm not on twitter i'm not on instagram i'm not uh, facebook uh, nowhere <laughs> beautiful yeah. rakesh so what i'll do in the comments is i'll share your email and then yep. if there is anybody especially young aspiring leaders who um would maybe like to have a chat with you or just ask you a question or something yep. they could reach out to you and, and you'd be able to to assist them and help them most welcome most oh, welcome i'll so be careful. more than happy to help thank you that's thank awesome so rakesh um like i say i know we're we're up against time you've got another appointment in 5 minutes so i really don't want to keep you from that and make you late but i just want to say on on behalf of myself and of the raw leadership listeners thank you so much for sharing all of what you've shared today you know there's been some fantastic moments in there where you spoke about mentoring everybody's a diamond having to be honest with yourself you know the change that you've been through self reflection you know the fact that your mother's a fantastic role model and blending um other people's examples is just some of the things that we've spoken about so we've we've really gone well on this so thank you so much rakesh i am so pleased that you accepted my offer to pop on the website on the, on the podcast and that you've shared this time and your experiences with us thank you so much thank you steve giving me this opportunity and i will be more than happy to help uh, people if anybody want to connect me thanks thanks a lot that's wonderful thank you goodbye See you. everybody speak to you soon bye thanks bye
Thank you for joining me for this latest episode of the Raw Leadership Podcast. And if you're enjoying the content that I'm sharing, and if you are curious about how you can reach the next level in your leadership quickly, then perhaps you may want to connect with me to discuss what I do as a leadership coach and how I've already helped thousands of other leaders level up quicker than those around them and get that advantage that so many people are looking for. If you are interested in this, email me at steve at stevebarker.com.au or you can go to my website, stevebarker.com.au and you can message me from there. I look forward to hearing from you and I'm looking forward as well to continuing to share even more valuable content, insights in the next episode of the Raw Leadership Podcast. So until then, take care and we'll speak again soon. Toodaloo.